So today we're going to do something slightly different and have an actual look at a real world business proposition and use the design company model to actually ideate some ideas for this thing and um, see what we can come up with. Uh, Z, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jason. How are you? <laughs> Good. So tell me a little bit. Let's go straight in. No, no kind of... Uh, mucking around here <laughs> so what is the purpose of the project or the the business here that, that you're proposing in in one sentence uh so we're trying to create a bank which is much more conscious um as regards retail and investment okay create a conscious bank let's say and who are the people that you're looking to serve? So we've got a full range of uh, what we would like to do. And we're going to kick off the bank with SME lending. Um, we feel this is really important in the COVID times to help local businesses and as much as possible to keep the country going. And if we are slipping into recession, support economy in every way we can and while we're doing that we will be building picnic bank the core structure and then launching personal bank accounts at the end of year one and we're looking to launch them in the uk nordics netherlands and then start filtering into the rest of europe probably beginning with france and so I think the core focus for us today is to look at some of the product ideas, but before we get there, what are the kind of systemic things that you think uh, are going to differentiate you from, or how do you see your system working compared to other banks? Is the underpinning uh, nuts and bolts of it roughly the same as other banks, and then differentiation is on the innovation and product bit? Or? So we're looking at, fair pricing for everything uh, so we don't want our customers to get trapped in the cycle of deprivation where they're just paying minimum payments on loans or credit cards so that's very important to us we we're going to be very customer centric from the word go so our customer service team will be trained highly in not only finance but also for people that are in trouble with their finances and helping to rebuild their credit profiles um, so we think this is extremely important, especially in troubled times. Um, we're looking at doing different wrappers for our main bank account. We have got three tiers of bank account, but our main bank account, um, we're looking at creating an eco concierge service and gamifying that to help people invest and save and look at how they shop and live in a different way. Um, uh yeah, go and what's the core innovation or innovative ideas here that you would say? So we're with the SME lending, we're looking at launching into four different postcodes. So you will be able to help the businesses around you stay strong through this time. Uh, we will have ambassadors, not like the other challenger banks in hopefully local supermarkets, so you'll be able to speak to people face-to-face. -face. Uh, we, we want to match that funding with institutional funding, so 
all the lovely shops and cafes and restaurants that you go to now we're, we're hoping to help support those and then we are looking at how the whole of cap capitalism is grinding to a halt and this is why we're looking at the nordics and um, the netherlands because they're much more open to fintech for good ideas and actually in uh netherlands now they're testing something called donut economics which is something we're really keen to explore and help grow from there um and so what are your core ideas for the for the product this is kind of where it gets uh really interesting in terms of ideation right so we're so our top layer accounts that will have an eco we will partner with a concierge service but the difference is is we will it'll be all eco products it'll be uh ethically sound we will recommend you the next level of products that you have so if, if you're looking at mortgages or um anything for your home, uh, the way you eat, the way you shop. So we can recommend a more ecologically sound product for you. And we're partnering with lots of other conscious companies. Uh, so for example, often we see that the rich are sought to invest and the poor are taught to save. And as we know with inflation and with the way the economy is now and with wages, unfortunately, saving is often quite a, you don't get much of a return by the time you retire. And so we're partnering with a company called Pinked and they offer retail investing from one pound and they're actually going to build us special um, reserves. So all of, all of the products you will invest in will be ethically sound and green and you'll know that it's going to really good companies. Um, and they're using... Uh, it's um it's called a super predictor model and they've already shown that if we follow super predictors that's that last year they made 15 percent on their investments so we're very keen to offer this to our our customers right from the word go uh and then we're looking to partner with a disruptive mortgage company that's in stealth right now in the uk and we're hoping to write some white papers with them and look how smart cities will affect us all in the future and especially now with covid it's even more uh in the limelight that we have to live with purpose and you know health has become much more important to all of us so if you look at the smart cities concept there are people that are called digitally invisible and they're not you know they're not using computers and phones in the way the vast majority of us do and these are the kind of people again we would like to help support and include in what we're doing and that will be through grassroots reach outs um we're going to do a fintech for good tour of the uk because if you speak to a lot of people outside of, of london they don't actually know what fintech is and i was having a great conversation with a fintech pension company and we were saying you know it's great that hipsters can laugh about their monzo cards at the ace hotel in shoreditch and you know show off about it but actually fintech should be there for jane in cardiff with two kids that needs a better pension plan or, or needs to learn how to invest so this is what we want to create and work with amazing partners to do that 
Mm-hmm. And so what I'm getting out of everything that you're saying is a, is a picture about what this system could be or the product. Because uh, you've asked me to look at some of the UX design for this. And what I'd like to always get out of the founder, or the person who's proposing the ideas is, you know, what are you thinking? And then I like to riff on that um, as much as possible to actually, you know, kind of create things that are uh, of sense making um, in terms of as, a, as an actual technological proposition or a product proposition. Uh, So just in terms of people, it strikes me that the, usually these banks nowadays are just apps, right? (laughs) Like app is the bank, right? Uh, So so the, the app ought to have your friends that are core, people in your in your life as as the people that are your core interactions um in your transactions <laughs> so here we've got this idea of and I'm completely riffing this up, by the way, so you know I'm gonna say a lot of things that don't necessarily make sense to me either. And I'll roll back on them. Okay, we're, we're free in this world to have ideas that we don't latch onto <laughs> and don't kind of implement, okay? But um, interactions here, there's the idea of interactions are transactions. Uh, and those transactions are often in the form of money, but they can be perhaps in other forms so i'm kind of just stashing that as an idea but also in terms of your social graph uh, who who do you have you have family uh, and i say when i say you i mean a human being a, a person who is going to be, be, become sustainable in some way shape or form but you have family which is maximum five to ten people nowadays we have broader social circle of friends, which might be, let's say, up to 100 people, um, and then sort of network and acquaintances, which might be, let's say, 1,000 people plus. Um, So that's a kind of core thing that I would be looking to explore as a design idea in terms of uh, that kind of the the people side of things. Uh, Yeah, that's really interesting thing because we're looking at building a fintech for good toolbox which will be um intrinsic to our open banking offering and one of the first things we're actually doing is when people go over their overdraft limit we actually in the uk spend waste two billion a year and so the the second you go over your overdraft limit you'll have a guarantor um hopefully from that inner network that you're just talking about now they will repay it so you won't end up paying extortionate amount of money for it so that's that's brilliant so what what ends up being the case and this goes off the back of um you know some of the cultures like i think in somalia there is a kind of whole in ethiopia there's a whole network of people who will say to each other that if somebody from africa from ethiopia wants to send some money 
to somebody in UK, they'll, they'll be through the network of those people, they'll bring the cash over one way or another. <laughs> and it's so tr such a trusted network that, that it's going to happen. They don't necessarily know how, but it's going to happen. And so the, the idea here being that interactions can build into transactions. So if, there, if two people are having a lot of interactions with each other, then it's mm -hmm. quite natural for those lots of interactions to build into further business. Uh, and, that, and that that business can be trusted because the idea of green or dare I say hippie kind of people is that through interactions, trust builds. And that, that those interactions, like how many, which is the person that you chat to the most on your WhatsApp? Uh, you know, who are you calling the most and so on? Well, those are the people that potentially could be the people that you could, with trust, send money and receive money back from, uh, especially, for example, if down the, down the stream, they're also running a business, okay? So if they're running a business, that's my little cafe there, um, Mm -hmm. then um, then you will go to this business and you will buy your coffee from there. And because you like that coffee so much, you might come in with your app, with your bank, and you might say, well, hey, how about I chuck a five-pound note your way as a form of crowdfunding? And, um, and that crowdfunding uh, might work between you know, thousand people, okay, thousand visitors or thousand visits that might become a nice little uh, funding round for that cafe to become uh, funded by who? The local uh, visitors, They're the actual um, visitors who are coming to the cafe and buying from it. So this is something like, a uh, company called BrewDog has done this very much uh, successfully with beer and and so on. So, can I become a shareholder? Basically, you become a shareholder in the business that you really like to buy from. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, I have lots of local restaurants and shops that are I really like and I keep wondering how can I own a piece of that shop because I love it so much that I want to be have like more vested interest in it um, and of course the the cafe owner should be able to to apportion the the overall shares of that shop and say give 25% of those up for that communal funding uh, to, to be purchased by local or funded by the local uh, people. Um, and then so really the product of this bank is, is not just an app. Of course, the app is a, a shop front in a sense to this, uh, but, but it's an ecosystem where where the monetary transactions are empowering people 
and businesses to continue transacting with one another uh, to continue transacting with one another to continue helping each other to create what is a lot more circular economy here because the more money circulates around the more the economy is healthier because as the business owners have the money they can buy new ingredients and serve more coffee and people come back and buy more coffee and so the con consumption cycle continues and it all stays in the in the local area um, and so th there is an idea here around money which you said uh, was around helping people both get out of debt and one way to get out of debt is to pay your debt off so there is the kind of the idea of pay debt debt off uh, which can be a gamified type of thing so if you've got let's say i don't know thousand pounds that could become a, a thing that you could somehow erode down through a habitual one pound two pound sort of chipping away at that block uh, so it could be that uh, you know that in sort of design terms that could be like represented as a sort of shrub of some sort that you need to kind of you know chip down <laughs> and you know i'm sort of doing like very ad hoc uh, sketch notes here but that shrub could be uh, reducing itself down as you're paying off pound by pound, uh, two pounds here, two pounds here, two pounds here. And what you're doing is you're making way for something that is eventually more of a green area on which you can then uh, start planting a tree of actual investments. And that tree of investments is made up of these little seed capital rounds that you've put in and that tree eventually grows into uh, a tree that pays dividends in form of apple seeds <laughs> uh, and apple fruits um, something like that uh, but so you, you're going from reducing the shrubbery and growing your investment tree by not just shopping at local uh, stores but also chipping in towards crowdfunding uh, those stores and you are paying debt off but you're also uh, investing investing on the go because it's much uh, different feel an understanding of a business when you've been there 10 20 30 times and you can see how these people are working and how it's being run uh, compared to just kind of seeing a share price somewhere on the screen and it's like it's going up it's going down i have no idea who runs this who doesn't and how they do it and whatnot um, and so the growth in this case wouldn't be so much about exponential growth but it would be about solid growth solid growth that is based on actual strong trusted relationships which you wouldn't necessarily have with thousands and hundreds of thousands of people 
but you would have that with 100 people, but that relationship would be very, very solid, akin to those Ethiopians passing 100 pounds from Ethiopia all the way to London and mm -hmm. all of it coming, <laughs> coming over uh, and that being a trusted system, uh, as opposed to what a modern-day bank is like where you send 100 pounds and before you know it, what you receive is 60. <laughs> it's like, where's my 40 quid gone? It's like, well, it's been gobbled up in the system. <laughs> Don't you know mm -hmm. how this works? It's like, no. <laughs> um, so these are kind of just ad hoc sort of ideas that, that I'm having. Um, and, and so each one of these things, so for example, on the growth side, the, the view of this app could be literally uh, outlined in a way that there are certain you know, steps to achieve. And obviously this could be um, illustrated in many different ways, but you know, we're going from, from zero point somewhere to hundred point to actually do those tasks that the app uh, or the ecosystem encourages us to do from spend locally to uh, top up a certain amount to uh, buy actual shares in one or two or three shops uh, that you like uh, so crowdfund it uh, to uh, buy a number of times from each shop uh, to kind of uh, potentially share the shop with other friends and so on. So, so all these kind of social things that you would do naturally would be baked into that growth model to encourage and recognize those activities for a valuable thing that they are uh, worth because it's not just about money, it's also about recognition, a bit of status and those kind of things. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think it's, I think you're right. I think it's in this modern age, it's really nice to have um, a social circle um, that is reliable and, you know, you, you're building your life these days with your family and friends anyway. So it's not that far away um, from what we could do here with social trust and also locally i think because we've all been in lockdown we've really really appreciated those local shops local services and neighbors that have gone the extra mile to help people so right now i think it's it's the best time to start investing in um, especially if the workforce goes to 50 percent remote as well and with all the the facts that a lot of people are now looking to move out of big cities like london uh, because of the air pollution and because of um, just realizing if I can work from home, why would I uh, live in a city? So it's, I think investing back into our surroundings is, is extremely important for our mental well-being as well as everything else. So what happens to be the case with majority of banks a typical banking interface looks something like this. Transaction, transaction, transaction. 
transaction. Transaction, there's some sort of monetary value here, usually a minus that you're seeing, minus five, minus 10, right? And some sort of very bad entry on what that is about. This thing is soulless. totally soulless versus what you could be seeing is that you could be seeing a picture of the shop where you bought from. So it could be like cafe uh, local. Okay. And you could spend two pounds 75 brackets by spending that, you made something like 0.01p because you're co-owner of that, okay? <laughs> you effectively got a form of like a cashback. And, um, and you could see their progress, for example, on how well they're doing on the crowdfunding thing, right? So that could become a, a, a thing um, to... to to keep an eye on and basically partake in that game as you're spending there, as you're crowdfunding and investing locally and so on. Um, you could also uh, potentially be able to, you know, tap on this, on this picture here and actually then see uh, the situation with that particular business, uh, see their kind of progress on their overall uh, number of, um, uh, investors who, who've made contributions, how much they've raised and uh, potentially kind of little pitch uh, of, of what they're actually looking for and their little sort of purpose statement uh, and stuff like that. That could, that could be a lot more, um, you can see maybe like a picture of the, of the local person who, who's like pitched up their little uh, sort of blurb around why their business matters to them and the local community and stuff like that. So, so that instead of this being a very soulless part of uh, experience, there's just kind of a bunch of transactions becomes more about uh, people, purpose, um, um, progress, uh, planet, right? And, uh, even things like, you know, products and profits, right, eventually. But those profits that are actually, uh, that are contributing to the local area and feeding uh, the local area as opposed to uh, dripping them off their, <laughs> all of their blood <laughs> uh, and um, uh, sucking their blood out. Uh, so, so, but this becomes a lot more heart-based uh, approach to spending and using basically like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of quite riffing on this idea that money is power, okay? Because we're seeing more and more that, yeah, any kind of voting and political activity doesn't really have that much uh, reflection in reality but when you start spending your money differently suddenly all the capitalist institutions wake up and go oh hold on a second people have stopped spending on this we've got to make them start again spending with us what can we do for them to bring them back in right so money is power 
And so the money is at the heart of all these things to change society. And, uh, but the, the bank, the bank has got to become power bank as opposed to disempower bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, for, for people. And, and that's the kind of idea. It's like your kitty that is real, true saving spot um, that, that is living. Because when you put your five pounds note, I don't know if I can draw a note here, something like that, five pounds. And when you put that in there, that five pounds suddenly becomes 5.01 and then 5.02 and so on. It's all growing. And more you put the money in different little kitties across this bank, the more it starts growing passively as you're sleeping, which is the way to grow your community because money is power and money is the kind of uh, almost like watering the plants, right? It's the the money is sort of watering the plants of these local businesses uh, that are that are working in the area and, and, and that need local funding and help to, to grow. Absolutely. I love that. It's a really, really strong format and way of looking at it. And I think we've spoken before around how we were looking at helping people look at how they're spending and analyze it a bit more and, you know, have a, an angelic goal in in a month and that they're trying to reach and what they're spending it on. Um, So yeah, we could definitely look at how AI is going to affect that in the future and how, like you said, we, once we've started empowering people and and their surroundings, um, it really helps build the local community up and create more friendship and laughter and, and social I can see that in my street here in in Oxfordshire that everyone's really interacting. You know, when people had birthdays, people would go out on the street and sing happy birthday to them. And, you know, it really, people are putting old books and videos outside on their, on their um, front gardens. So it just takes a little bit of, of everyone doing something small and then it makes everyone feel happier and safer and, more empowered in, in general so yeah i think it's great exactly and so that that community effort is very very powerful uh and and it all adds up especially when the communities are given structured processes to go through to chip little by little uh, and that we know that like competition works in that kind of like oh let's make this complete let's make this crowdfunder finish and it's it's local it's it's ours and and we want to see it succeed especially when there is something in for us especially you know these things do um do do add up uh as 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 you as you participate and also there's certainly just general feeling around this that hey i've participated in uh, crowdfunding for this business and they are doing well and I'm also benefiting from it and it works <laughs> completely and, I mean 
it's just looking at things through a different lens. Uh, for example, there was a study recently done in one of the towns in the UK where they filled all of the verges um, with with meadow flowers and wild flowers, and that actually saved the council, I think, twenty five thousand pounds a month because they didn't have to go and mow all of these hedges. Plus, it's great for all the wildlife, you know, the bees and the butterflies, and so it's just doing a little bit of extra thinking um, a little bit of more eco awareness and you can save the council money help the community make the town look lovely increase insects so yeah it's completely true and of course then the local government could also play very much active part in this by uh, setting up pots of money that could be distributed through the bank and say, well, let's say we have a million pounds in this particular council or borough, and we can actually have local community decide who gets how much apportioned to where, why and how, and what the kind of social contracts are around that. And, and, and there being more transparency around who's got what and how they're working towards both repaying that back or utilizing it to grow because maybe some of the money is grant money. It's not supposed to be paid back, but we want to see it growing into something of value for the local community that maybe then can become a crowdfunding thing off the back of that. Because let's say somebody is just setting up a local business they might benefit from a crowd, um, grant money from the government, which then really qualifies them into a crowd funder from the local people as they set up the initial shop or uh, service offering and so on. Yeah, no, completely. I was um, playing with the idea as well of um, a digital high street because we all love to support local businesses that we're walking past um, but we actually don't realize how many businesses are actually in the streets around us right now. And, you know, with people working from home. And uh, so if we could create, create a, essentially a digital high street, so people can go and visit the local graphic designer or, um, you know, the local nursery that we might not know about, because, you know, things like that, that maybe if we created a digital high street and a, essentially a notice board slash wish list of, projects that we would love to do um, I think it would make a real difference and we can talk to the LEPs in the area and universities and schools because I'm sure there are many projects that are getting completely unfunded because nobody knows about them hmm. yeah exactly and one of the things that is somewhat frustrating is like I said the banking app does not give me insight into view on the shops and where who I'm interacting with. And also something like Google Maps does not give me an ability to spend at that shop. So something that like this future bank idea is, is, to, is to create like an in-between between something like Google Maps and, uh, and a typical bank. It's like Google Maps with money. <laughs> uh, so that if I were able to, to traverse through this high street virtually, 
I could see who's doing the crowdfunders and actually browse through their uh, pitch deck of a sort and, uh, and be able to chip in with uh, some, some crowdfunding contribution directly from effectively what's my banking app because I know uh, what my position is um, monetarily. It's all there. Uh, but I can also see what the opportunities are for investments. Uh, and so literally people could be sitting at home and growing their local economy just by browsing what would be like effectively, effectively a virtual high street uh, with, with a whole bunch of opportunities to either buy stuff or invest or invest and buy. Exactly. And I think especially where I live and, near the Cotswolds they've got um you know direct from farm food and again it's unfortunately I think it's sometimes just in friendship groups or you might not hear about something so if you had a, a resource that is central for everybody and if there were some farmers that had extra stock that they wanted to give away to local community or food bank or whatever then it'd be much more alive if it was in one place because the, you know the councils don't have time to do these things they don't have the extra resources right now so we could help promote local businesses to like to the next level basically exactly all right awesome so thank you very much for that uh, chat and uh, i think that's going to serve me very good for you know as a starting point for my further ideation into a little bit more of a actual interfaces with some with some more concrete ideas Wonderful. It was, it was great to hear insights. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Cheers. Have a lovely evening. Bye. -bye. Bye.